The purpose of this podcast is to educate and inform. It is no substitute for professional care by your doctor or your qualified healthcare professional. Never disregard or delay professional medical advice because of something you've heard on this podcast or in any linked material. Guests who speak on this podcast express their own opinions, experience, and conclusions. Dr. Shirley neither endorses nor opposes any particular opinion discussed on this podcast. The views expressed on this podcast have no relation to those of any academic, hospital, practice, institution, or other entity with which Dr. Shirley may be affiliated. Welcome to Forever Fab, the podcast on fashion, the art of living, and all things beauty. This podcast is curated by Dr. Shirley Madir, MD, as the definitive source of holistic wellness through beauty. Hey guys, so we're back with part two of our interview with Dr. Shirley Madeer, um, New York City-based plastic surgeon. Hello. And uh, hello. <laughs> and when we were last uh, speaking, we were talking about how you were all schooled up. Uh, <laughs> and, you know, I have all these degrees, you've done it all. And then you decided that you wanted to become a ballerina. How did that happen? How did your family react to this? I need to know the whole play of how this actually played out. Well, temporarily speaking, what had happened was um, (laughs) I, it was actually during high school. I danced, I think I started dancing at eight years old. Oh, wow. Yeah, I started very early. Well, early. Um, And there was a point where I had to decide what I was going to do with my life. It was either going to be become a professional ballet dancer or, you know, go to academic school and not do the ballet dancing thing. And I remember I was in the kitchen and I had some auditions set up with a performing arts school and I was really torn. I didn't know what to do. And I was in the kitchen, I was dressed and sort of ready to go, but kind of vacillating like, uh, 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 uh. And my mom came into the kitchen and she made herself some coffee and uh, she was in her robe. And, you know, I asked her, I was like, you know, so what do you think? Do you think I should go on this ballet audition thing to go to the ballet school? Or do you think I should skip it and do the academic school? And I don't remember the exact question, but I was asking her to help me figure it out and give me the answer. And she didn't even turn around. She just kept stirring her coffee <laughs> and, facing, yeah, and facing the sink. And then she put the spoon down and took a sip. And then she looked at me and she just said, I don't know. It's your life. And walked out of the kitchen. <laughs> boom. I love her. And I remember She's sitting so there like, even. well, dang, lady, can you help me out? <laughs> help a sister yeah, out. Yeah, you're my mom. Can't you tell me <laughs> what to do? You're always telling me what to do every other time. Why are you not telling me what to do now when right. I asked you for it? Um, so she didn't tell me what to do. And I do remember feeling, you know, a little some kind of way about right. that then. Love you, mom. Yeah, right. <laughs> Love you, mom. Love you. But in retrospect, um, I'm grateful she didn't tell me what to do because I was a bit of a rebellious child. And had she told me what to do, I probably would have been like, I'm not doing that. I'm doing the opposite. I'm doing the opposite or right. the, the slanted thing, the off to the side thing, whatever. So in retrospect, I chose. I deliberated and I chose. And I chose to skip the audition and I decided to pursue the academics. So ballet, 
I put off to the side, even though I had been dancing for years, and I put it off to the side thinking, you know what, I can always do this as a hobby. I really love it. It's a wonderful discipline. It helped helped to shape my sense of um, discipline and um, responsibility for becoming a surgeon, believe it or not. It helped me a lot. So, and stamina and all right. that stuff. Right. So I left it then, you at least it. mentally. And I thought, okay, I'm going to, dancing will be my side hustle. Right, right. So do you still dance? <laughs> you know, I dance um, when I'm getting dressed. Yeah. I, I dance when I go to parties. I, um, I use, I don't dance professionally anymore. You don't? Sometimes okay. I, you know, I take a bar class or I'll take a ballet class. Bar classes are really hard. Well, I can I, I like I sit in there and I'm like and there's always inevitably someone who's like 20 years older than me killing brilliant it. killing Leg, it like straight I up mean, in the air I mean oh core tight there yeah. and I'm looking at them like right I just, core tight svelte thighs and you're thinking and, and I huh. think I think I, I I'm leaving actually <laughs> no, I'm, I'm out of here I'm, I'm out of here now like I think I have to go to yeah. the bathroom yeah. <laughs> like leave oh my gosh I know the it's thigh so shaking thing the I burn mean, the burn mm. And it doesn't look as difficult as no, it, it is. It's deceptive. I give you all credit. I try, I don't take this them every week. This is why you're in such great shape. <laughs> you're in such great shape. Thank you very much. And I love, I'm and a posture. yogi. Posture. So you're, 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 you're yogi now. I'm a okay. yogi. But listen, so the posture thing is very interesting because as a surgeon, you know, we're always kind of are yeah. hunched down and looking down. So I had my posture tested the other day because I joined a gym and they were like, oh, let's evaluate all your numbers and set some new goals. Oh, oh my God. gosh, I fell for it. Um, and they, they scanned my body and actually my posture is really not great. I always thought I had great posture. You have amazing. My posture, I at least on this computer scan. I'm never going to this I was all gym. lopsided. <laughs> right. I was seriously all lopsided, but um, that was interesting to me. Is it heavy bags? It mean, it, it, yeah. So I do carry definitely heavy, heavy bags. bags. Yeah. And one shoulder is, you know, my stronger side is my right side. So that's a little bit thicker. The muscles on that side are a little bit thicker than the other side. So I'm a little lopsided, but that's okay. It's what all makes us beautiful. It's all Asymmetry. Good. It's all good. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's all good. So I guess my question yeah. to you is, I mean, so you're a plastic surgeon. I'm yes, sure you get all kinds of folks coming through your door. Yeah. Um, what do you do with the patient that says, I want to look like... Jolie, Angelina Jolie, or I want to look like Kim Kardashian. How do you manage mm. those <laughs> those types of patients? Mm. <laughs> I've had quite a few of those right. in my career thus far. And it's interesting. And initially, um, very early in my practice, I used to think, okay, this is going to be challenging um, because she is who she is and you, the patient, are who you are and clearly you're not related. So right. there's some things that are um, not possible, right. some things that are not feasible. Right. And even if they were, we Do may not want- come as close, right, as, right. You, as you think you'd like to. So, um, But now I look upon that as, yes, a, a bit of a challenge, but more so of an opportunity. And for me, there's an opportunity to really dig deep uh, with that person and ask them about their intentions and what is it exactly that they're not necessarily satisfied with that they're looking to change. Right. And sometimes I arrive or we arrive at a place where that thing that they'd like to change is not physical. 
And that thing that they'd like to change is perhaps psychological or emotional. Or that thing that they like to change physically really is trying to cover up some kind of um, emotional trauma or a wound that needs to heal that my needle or my knife will do nothing to help. So I've so had isn't to that in, kind of in conflict, right? Because as you repair them psychologically, you are decreasing your invoice, right? I mean, I just kind of think. Oh, like, in I, terms of like yeah, my return, it, yeah, <laughs> my financial return. I mean, on you have business. a business, right? So it's like yes. as you repair yes. them, as you repair their mind and talk them off the ledge. Oh man! I mean that conflict, right? Of saying, well, you know, I would love to help you. But, you know, maybe you should go see someone to deal with X, Y, Z. And I have done that. I have referred right. out. But what if this person says, no, I want, you know, I want my nose to be like so-and-so's and I want you to do it. Right. I mean, do right. you turn them away? Or I have say- turned people away. Most, most definitely. And, you know, to attempt to answer your question about is there um, a potential conflict about um, paying my bills right. and uh, running a business and uh, being of service to the patient, um, it's not a conflict for me because I always remember that I am not just a technician. And, uh, and even though I do run a business, first and foremost, um, is my Hippocratic Oath, do no harm. Um, and secondly, is to contribute to, um, with integrity and also to really be of service to this patient slash client, whatever you want to call them these days, and really help to empower them to define their best version of themselves. So when I think about that, um, finances don't really come into play. Come into play. But if I say to you, Dr. Shirley, I want to do X, Y, Z, are you going to tell me no? It depends on how crazy it sounds. Right. And frankly, honestly, it depends on whether or not I am qualified to do that for you. Right, right. I, I am very well trained. I Do you do face and body? I do face and body. I'm very okay. well trained. I'm very confident with what I can do. But I also have my limitations. I don't do everything. I'm not for everyone. My philosophy doesn't please everyone. I have a certain protocol, but before and after after, if you're not feeling it, then it's okay. Right. Um, and that just is what it is. I'm, I'm blessed that I'm able to maintain my practice and continue to see my patients. Right. And it doesn't mean I get to, you know, fly around the world every month, every, all the time, but that's okay. That's not why I went into practice. Um, area of the body that you like to work on? Oh, I love face and body. I, I love noses because they're challenging. Um, and I think they're transformative. I love, um, to do facelifts because they really just help put a little bit more pep in your step. Right, right. Of course. <laughs> um, I love sculpting through liposuction because I think there's, there's just so much you can do to help someone really put their best selves out there. And I feel really lucky to be able to do what I do. And, and it's just um, part of the equation. It's not everything. I mean, I guess you've seen how cyclical things are, I'm sure, in plastic surgery as they yeah. are in, in, life. Every, in life, right? Yeah. Um, so what's what's big right now? Is it just like the lips and butts? <laughs> there seems like a lot of lips and yeah, butts Yeah, a lot there, right? of lips lot and of bums. Inflation. Lot of <laughs> <laughs> inflatable objects. Yes, a lot of filling right. and plumping. A lot of filling and yes. plumping, right. Well, that's one of the things that happens as we age. You know, we lose volume. We, we, we lose the plump. We lose the fullness. And... Um, 
when you look upon someone's face and you see fullness, it, your eyes and your brain think youth. Right. So as we age, we lose the fullness and we start, things start getting flat. Um, it's fascinating because I think that like, as I've gotten older, like my face was, I had huge cheeks Yeah. and I've kind of enjoyed watching them go away. <laughs> <laughs> but you don't want but them to keep my- going away. <laughs> <laughs> right. You enjoy them watching them, do, get, you know, get, yeah. you know, like actually as you, seeing. As you mature. Well, as yeah. you mature, you actually can see your bone structure, right? Mm-hmm. But then you'll see an old picture, like, but my eyes were up here. Yeah, right. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) You know what I I mean? I know all about it. (laughs) I know all Um, about it. So I guess um, what's next for Dr. Shirley Madeira? Like, what do you see in your future? Good question. I still see myself working at my practice. I still see myself evolving and continuing to see patients and do procedures and and help make the world literally a more beautiful place, one person at a time. I do believe that... um, I, I, I'm doing that's that. Calling, that's right. my calling. That's that's my mission and my purpose. And or at least to be able to help them um, help people do that through the language of beauty. And it doesn't necessarily mean that I'm out to do, you know, a, an operation on every person in the world, but some manifestation of beauty. Um, so for me, I definitely see myself continuing to work. I see myself expanding beyond my surgical training horizons and speaking more the language of wellness because I do think it's all related. Anything that I do on one part of the body clearly affects and resonates a distant part of the body. I I believe in holism and it's part of my practice philosophy. So I see myself engaging more in the wellness world. Um, I see a product line somewhere Right along the road. I mean, I'm whatever, not sure you're what. selling, whatever you're selling, <clears throat> I'm buying. Okay, <laughs> thank I just you. Want you to know whatever you're selling. <laughs> thank you. I, I want to be one of the first I appreciate people in line that. and be like, "Hey, I yeah, got it!" I got it. People <laughs> sleeping outside trying to get it. <laughs> right. Let's speak like at it. the Apple Store. Yes, oh, you got to speak it into existence. That's good. Right. It's spoken out into right. the universe. Um, so I see that somewhere mm-hmm. along the line, and um, okay. to continue to teach and inspire. And I guess what you know, you know, this. this um, hopefully there's somebody out there listening and, uh, you know, dreaming of what they're going to be and, and trying to say, do you think it's anyone's too old to go to medical school? Oh, no. Did no. you have people in your, in your class who yes, were Yes, absolutely. I distinctly remember there were a couple of people in my class. So if I'm in medical school, I'm in my teens, early 20s, and they were definitely in their 40s, 50s. Wow. Yeah. So, Audience, listen, it's never too late, right? <laughs> never too late to dream and in the, in the go, right, and to do it. Yep. Um, I guess what advice would you give to an aspiring um, doctor or business person or, uh, you know? Keep dreaming. Keep dreaming. And take all the steps you need to do to help make that dream a reality. And like your mom said, never forget who you are. Never forget whom you are and what you're capable of. I love it. I love it. And I think on that note, we are going to wrap. It's a wrap. So thanks so much, guys, Thank for tuning for in to another episode. Dr. Shirley, it has been an absolute pleasure. And the honor is mine. And I hope to um, be online, sitting outside overnight <laughs> for your product in the near future. You will be one of the first people to know, I promise. <laughs> So um, everyone, please tune in to Dr. Shirley's podcast, Forever Fab. It was, Yay. it will be launched on iTunes on January 16th. I believe will be launched by then. 
this episode will be um, on air by then. If not, then look it up. Forever look for Fab. It. Look for it. <laughs> it is a podcast Wait on beauty, it. fashion, <laughs> and wellness. And Dr. Shirley is uh, dropping knowledge. And everyone dropping needs to like hear it. I know. <laughs> And she's hilarious. Oh my god! Did you see this person? She's gorgeous. She's like hard to look thank at. You, thank um, you. Anyway, until then, thanks for tuning in to another episode of uh, I can never say my own name to my own show, but uh, that one and uh, <laughs> unexpected success. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> and uh, we can be reached on. I mean, we can be heard on iTunes, Spotify, YouTube, Podbean. Uh, and until then, Dr. Shirley, keep winning. Hashtag Winnie. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Forever Fab, the podcast on fashion, the art of living, and all things beauty, curated by Dr. Shirley Madir, MD. Live beautifully and help make the world a more beautiful place. <laughs>